girls, welcome to our Bridge Women's Study. We're so glad that you're joining us for a brand new series, yes. Map the Life You Were Created to Live. Yes, it is going to be so good. I cannot wait to jump in. And I hope that you are jumping in with your connect group or maybe a girlfriend. You know, it's always better when we do it together. Absolutely. And we're excited because we have these study journals available. Yes. So if you have that, grab it. You can flip it open and you will find some blank note pages in the very back of your journal that you can be jotting down notes, talking about what God yeah. has been speaking to you throughout this study. So utilize this journal. We're so excited to dive into this with you. Yes, we are. And it is that time. So grab that journal and have a seat. It is time for session one with Pastor Ann. I am so excited you are joining me and our Bridge Women community for this introduction into our brand new series, Map the Life You Were Created to Live. In this series, we are going to discover the power of meditating, applying, and proclaiming God's Word in our everyday lives. And now, to understand why this is so important, I want to start by asking you a question. Have you ever noticed how easy it is to let the circumstances of life around us shape our thoughts? I mean, everything going on around us produces thoughts, doesn't it? So we need to recognize that. I mean, it can be anything. Things going on in the bigger picture world around us, current events, or things closer to home. Maybe things people have said or done to you or circumstances that you're dealing with, maybe things at work or at school or in relationships, or maybe even just the chaos within your own home. You know, sometimes things can get a little crazy at home, can it? And all of that produces thoughts, right? Sometimes a million thoughts at once. I know you know exactly what I'm talking about. And those thoughts will then impact our actions, they'll impact our words, and over time, they can set the course and the direction that our life is taking. So, we need to recognize what we are thinking, what we are doing, and what we are saying. And that's exactly what we are going to do in this series. We are going to become intentional about allowing the Word of God to shape our thoughts, our actions, and our words, rather than letting that happen by the world around us. So together, we are going to learn how to map the course our life is taking. And when I say map, I am using that as a verb, yes, but it's really an acronym for the three verbs that we're focusing on in this series, meditate, apply, and proclaim. And when we meditate on and apply and proclaim God's word in our daily lives, it sets our course and it leads us into the life God created us to live. You know, this is far more than just a good thought. This is not about positive thinking. This is actually a scriptural principle. The Bible tells us that if we allow the Word of God to determine what we're thinking, 
what we're doing and what we are saying, then we will prosper and have success. I want us to look at it together. It's found in Joshua chapter 1 and verse 8. It says, keep this book of the law always on your lips, what we're saying. Meditate on it day and night, what we're thinking, so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. You know, this really is the foundational scripture for this series. And here in Joshua 1, the Lord is speaking to Joshua, who had been Moses' assistant, and Moses just died. And the Lord is talking to Joshua and telling him, okay, you are going to pick up right here where Moses left off. You are going to lead the children of Israel into the promised land. And he's giving him instructions of how to go about this and how to have success in what he does. And so I want us to look at this verse a little bit more closely today. And I want to start by looking at the last part of the verse, because that's the result. And that is what we all want. It says, then you will be prosperous and successful. We all want to prosper and have success, right? Of course we do. Let's just talk for a moment about what that means, to prosper. God created us to prosper, to overflow with his blessings and an abundance of his fullness, letting it pour through our lives onto the lives of others. In fact, Psalm 68 and verse 9 says that he loads us down with benefits daily. God wants to pour blessings into our lives. He wants to add his benefits to our lives. But then I want you to think about another verse with me. In Colossians 2 and verse 9, it tells us that the fullness of God dwells in Christ. And as believers, as followers of Christ, he dwells in us by his spirit. So through Christ, we have access to the fullness of God, all that he is, his goodness, his nature, in us, working in us, but then flooding through us onto others around us. You see, God wants us to prosper with his fullness. Now, in this verse, that word prosper, it also means to advance and to move forward. God doesn't want us getting stuck. He wants us continually moving forward, progressing in life. You know, this whole idea of prospering It reminds me in Genesis chapter 12 where the Lord is talking to Abraham and he tells Abraham that he's going to bless him. But then he also tells Abraham that he is going to be a blessing to others. It is the heart of God that we would be blessed, that we would prosper, that we'd be continually moving forward in life so that we can be a blessing to others so that we can help others move forward in life as well. That's what it means to prosper. Now let us talk about this word success here in this verse because this word success here literally means to be circumspect, to see the big picture, to have insight and wisdom and understanding that only comes from God. When we can see life 
through God's viewpoint. When we can take on God's perspective, that eternal perspective, it changes everything. It impacts every situation we face. It impacts every interaction and relationship that we have. And that is true success. I think most often when we think about success, we think about the world's definition of success. But you know, that is just here one day and gone the next. God wants us to experience true success that only comes from him. We all want the results of this verse. We want to prosper. We want to have success. But I want us to notice one other thing here. I love how this verse reads in the King James Version. It says, then you shall make your way prosperous and will have good success. You see, we have a responsibility here. We have a part to play in this. So now let's look at the first part of this verse because that tells us how we get the results in the last part of this verse. Keep this book of the law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Prospering, having success will be the result when we allow the word of God to consume our thoughts, our words, and our actions. Now, very often that means surrendering what we want to think, surrendering what we want to say and want to do. I don't know about you, but sometimes what I'm thinking doesn't line up with the Word of God. Sometimes what I want to do and want to say doesn't always line up with the Word of God. And so I have to surrender those things to Him. I have to die to my flesh because what we think, what we do, and what we say is so important. It's how we live. And over time, it will dictate the course of our life and it will dictate our future. But when we choose to let those three things be dictated by the word of God, that is when we set our course on the path God created us to live. So, this is how it's going to work. We are going to focus on one verse a week for the next 10 weeks. And you will find these verses provided for you in your journal. Hopefully you've got your journal already to launch into this series with us. And each day, this journal is going to walk you through this process. So, You'll find your verse, and then you'll find the next two days will walk you through the first part of this process, meditating on this verse, letting it sink into our hearts, letting God speak to us personally through it. Maybe meditating is something new for you. I want to tell you right now, this is not something weird. This is not something spooky, okay? It's really just about choosing what we focus our thoughts on. In the original writing, this word meditate, it literally means to recite, to repeat, let it sink in, think on it over and over. Now, you can do that in all different ways. 
you know, when our grandkids come to visit, sometimes I like to do a memory verse with them. And so we'll pick our memory verse and we'll talk about it for a minute. And then we put it to a little tune. And then, don't laugh, we form a little conga line. And we do a conga line around the entire house, back and forth, up and down, through the whole house, around every room, around every piece of furniture, singing our verse together. I mean, well over 50 times, probably over 100 times. We take turns leading the conga line. And it gets into our hearts as we say it over and over. Now, just so you know, when it's just me by myself, no, I do not do the conga line around the house. I like to think on that verse. I like to break it apart and just think on each part of that verse over and over and ask God to speak to me through his word. As we meditate on the word, it gets into our hearts you know, Romans chapter 12 and verse 2 tells us not to be conformed to this world, but be transformed. And then it tells us that this process happens by the renewing of our mind. Literally, it means renovating our ways of thinking. And it happens when we take charge of our thoughts and we start aligning our thoughts with the Word of God. And we are going to do that together each week as part of this process, meditating on God's Word. All right? And then our journal is going to take us through the next two days of the week as we start applying God's Word to our life and to our, our current circumstances that we're facing. Now remember, meditating is about what we think, but applying is all about what we do. In James chapter 1, verses 22 through 25, it tells us that it's not enough just to hear the word. We need to do the word. And it says that the one who puts the word to work in their lives is the one who will be blessed in all they do. So, each week, we are going to be intentional about putting that verse to work in our lives. And you know, putting God's word to work in our lives, doing what it says, isn't about following a bunch of rules and regulations. It isn't about checking off the box on our list. It's about desiring and allowing the word to become alive and active within us, transforming our way of living. Then this journal is going to take us through the next two days of the week where we are going to start proclaiming that word in our lives. Now, maybe that's new to you and maybe you're thinking, what is that? How do I do that? We can do that in different ways. One way we do that is by incorporating that verse into our prayers and start praying that verse over our life. And then we need to examine the words that we speak regularly and see, do they align with this word, this verse that we're looking at? And if not, then maybe we need to start speaking differently, making some adjustments in things that we say so that our words start aligning with God's word. You know, Proverbs 18.1 tells us that death and life are in the power of the tongue. Our words can build up 
but our words can also tear down and destroy not just someone else's life, but our life as well. So our words are powerful, and we are going to start becoming more intentional with our words and getting our words in alignment with God's word as we proclaim his word in our lives every week together. All right? Now, this journal will guide us through this entire process each day of the week for the next 10 weeks. And in the process, something else really exciting is going to happen. Without this even being our primary goal, we are going to end up memorizing Scripture. You know, the Bible tells us to hide the word in our heart and in our soul, to tie it on our fingers, to keep it in front of our eyes. That means we need to focus on it. We need to know the word. We need to be memorizing the word. But, you know, so often I hear people say, well, I just can't really retain the word. I don't think I could ever memorize the word. I want to tell you, I just happen to believe that That is a lie from the enemy to keep us from even trying. Hey, if I can memorize scripture, anyone can memorize scripture. And over the next 10 weeks, you are going to find this process that is so easy that will help you memorize the word, but not just up here with head knowledge, not just something you know in your head, but something that is truly alive and active and powerful in your heart, affecting every part of your life. By the end of this 10 weeks, we are going to have 10 verses memorized. Now, Maybe, just maybe, there's somebody watching this right now, and you're thinking, one verse a week? That's all we're doing in this series is focusing on one verse a week? Uh, That's too simple. I'm beyond that in my walk with God. Well, I want to say to that, that is awesome. And yes, you are right. This is very simple. But can I dare to ask a really bold question. Are you doing it? Have you memorized 10 verses in the last 10 weeks? Have you memorized 10 verses in the last 10 months? You see, sometimes the simplest things get pushed aside so easily. And this is designed to help us be intentional about hiding the word deep in our hearts. Maybe you already have a Bible reading plan that you are doing. That is awesome. I hope that you do. And this can easily be done right alongside that Bible reading plan or another study that you're currently doing. But maybe for some of you, this is all brand new to you. And one verse a week sounds like a great starting point. Awesome. That's perfect. Or maybe you're at a place in life and you're just struggling to keep your head above water. And you're thinking, one verse a week is all I can do right now. Perfect. This is perfect for you. Wherever you're at in life, in your walk with God, I believe that this is going to bring great results in our lives. So, 
as we launch into this first week of our study, the very first scripture that we are going to focus on is our foundational scripture that we talked about today, Joshua 1.8. Keep this book of the law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night that you may be careful to do everything that is written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. We are going to meditate on this verse all week. We are going to apply it to our lives. We are going to proclaim it in our lives. We are going to let our words align with God's word. So if you've got your scripture cards that go along with this series, I want you to pull out the scripture card for this verse, put it up where you're going to see it regularly. In fact, I want you to take a step even beyond that. Pull out a pad of post-its, write this verse out, put it all around the house, put it at work, put it in your locker at school where you're going to see it regularly and start focusing on this verse and then have your journal handy so that every day you can walk through the one simple exercise each day and together we are going to grow in meditating, applying, and proclaiming God's word in our lives. And remember, we're doing this together. So be sure to follow Bridge Women on social media for all of our midweek posts to help us in this process together. All right? Hey, I want to pray for you before we conclude today. Father, I just thank you for every woman watching right now. God, we thank you for your word, your word that is powerful, that is living and active. And Father, we don't want to just be women who know your word. God, help us to be women who make your word priority in our lives. God, I pray that we would focus on your word, that your word would be so alive in us, transforming our lives, shaping every area of our lives, dictating the course of our life, and leading us into the fullness of the life you created us to live. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, well... Stay tuned for some discussion questions, and I cannot wait to be back with you for our second session in this series. Well, I am so excited about this series. I'm excited for the weeks to come and just to dive deeper with all of you into God's Word. And you know, like Pastor Anne said, this week we're focusing on Joshua So we want to encourage you to get into those journals, utilize those daily journals, those scripture cards, get them posted up wherever you can to make sure that those scriptures are before you so that we're getting those in our hearts. And you know, every week we are going to end our sessions with some discussion questions just so we can dive a little deeper and have some conversation around what we've talked about. So we're going to give you those questions now. So our first one is, are your thoughts, actions, and words easily determined by circumstances around you? Our next one is, we all want the results that we see in Joshua 1.8, but have you ever thought about your responsibility in that? And our final question Are meditating, applying, and proclaiming God's word already part of your daily life? Which ones do you do well, and which ones would you like to grow in? 
finally, throughout this series, make sure that you are staying connected with us on social media. We'll be on Instagram and Facebook, and we'll be posting stuff throughout the week that you don't want to miss. And we want to hear from you. So as you're posting and interacting with us, make sure you're tagging Bridge Women in those posts. Hey, thanks so much for joining us. We will see you at the next session.